2022 looks to be an amazing year for gaming. With all of these scheduled and expected release dates for a year, 2022 could possibly even be the best year in gaming ever. Breath of the Wild 2, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, and Open World Pokemon, Starfield, and the list goes on. And these are also only the games that we know about in some form or another. Obviously, throughout the course of the next few months, the gaming picture of 2022 is going to come into focus a little better with concrete dates and new announcements. On top of all of these amazing potential experiences, there is also the possibility of some fantastic hardware including the speculated Switch Pro, which could come alongside Breath of the Wild 2, as well as PlayStation VR 2 which is currently targeting a holiday 2022 release date and when you add up all of the hardware and software possibilities for 22, it's a great time to be a gamer. And this leads us to the matter at hand and that is a list of the most anticipated games of 2022. Now. This list isn't going to include the typical games you're going to find on every list like God of War Ragnarok, Breath of the Wild 2, Metroid Prime 4, or Starfield because everyone is already anticipating these games. Everyone is already going to play these games. The awareness for those titles is equal to the anticipation for them. And with that in mind, we curated a list of the top 10 games expected in 2022 that are mostly flying under the radar with some exceptions of course. Now here is games 10 to 6 in the first part of our most anticipated games of 2022 in order. This week on the Video Games Podcast. Coming in at number 10 is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge, and out of all of the games on this list, TMNT has the best chance at being the game that I play the least. Don't get me wrong, very excited for this game as it's one of our most anticipated games of the year, but obviously there is a concern for depth which is why it falls to the bottom of this list. I can still remember playing the arcade game TMNT in 1989 on a family trip to Disney in an RV that we rented. I was young and I don't remember much, but one of the highlights of that trip was stopping for lunch or dinner somewhere and having my mind blown by TMNT and its four-player glory. The other memory is obviously buying Double Dragon and memorizing the back of the box and the manual until we got home so that I could play it. The reason that this game is so high on the list is because there is so much nostalgia tied to this title for me and many other gamers. And the good news is that this game is being developed by Tribute Games, but more importantly, it's being published by .mu, who have shown a real knack for bringing back classics that don't stray too far from the original, including Streets of Rage 4, and they are also publishing another game on this list, as well as the upcoming Windjammers 2. My concern for Shredder's Revenge is that the game is going to lack depth and will be fun for about an hour. The most recent comparable is Streets of Rage 4, which is another classic revival. Streets of Rage 4 art style took a more updated and modern approach, whereas Shredder's Revenge looks to be a more pixel-faithful revival. TMNT never had the deepest storyline, but hopefully an above-average plot and some modern game systems like Upgrade Trees would be a very welcome addition. Now, both do seem very unlikely but we still know very little about this game. 
Moving on to number 9, and one of the first games to be released out of all of the games on our most anticipated list is the PlayStation exclusive Sifu. Sifu is being developed by Slowclap, who is the studio behind the 2017 martial art game Absolver. And while the game didn't review overly well, most did agree that the combat system was visceral but ultimately never reached the potential that it should have. And hopefully, with some experience under their belts and five years since the release of Absolver, Slowclap will be able to deliver a fantastic experience that doesn't feel unfinished. Sifu looks to be more than just a visceral combat game as it features an aging and an upgrade system upon death. And instead of the game being over, you age exponentially, but also you learn new skills as you age, and this combination of aging and leveling up could lead to a very fun gameplay loop. On top of the parry, balance, and attacking system, Sifu also uses the environment, which can lead to a lot of moments that feel improvised by using everything and anything possible to defeat your enemy. Sifu hits the PlayStation system on February 8th at a reduced price, which does give me a bit of concern that it won't be a full game. I do appreciate a reduced price, but hopefully this is not an indication of length or quality. Coming in at number 8 is Marvel's Midnight Suns. Have you been waiting for a true sequel to XCOM 2? Well, the bad news is that you will likely have to wait at least another five years, but the good news is that Firaxis is now making a new turn-based tactics game based on the Marvel Universe. The biggest headline is that this time around, the combat system is based around a card system, which will likely push away many, but as someone who enjoys card-based games, this change is very welcome. On top of being developed by one of the best strategy studios around, Marvel's Midnight Suns features a roster of superheroes unrivaled in video games from the Avengers to the X-Men and many others. Still not convinced? Marvel's Midnight Suns has you play as the Hunter, a fully customizable and original superhero, and this is a pretty big thing for Marvel and their very protected IP to allow something like this to happen. When you add up the plot line, the amount of characters, the original superhero that will likely make your experience feel unique to you, and that this game is being developed by Firaxis, it's hard to see this game not being a massive critical success upon release. The big question is will commercial success follow even with the card-based system? On a Firaxis side note, why did XCOM Chimera Squad never come to the Nintendo Switch? Because that seems like a missed opportunity. Considering Marvel's Midnight Suns is due out in March, the studio has gone fairly silent since its reveal in the summer of 21. The only reason I'm fairly confident that Marvel's Midnight Suns will release in March is because 2K is a publicly traded company and their fiscal quarter does end on March 31st and delaying the game would likely have some negative effects from their shareholders, most notably a drop in share price since a portion of the projected sales for the quarter would be coming from a high-profile Marvel game. Coming in at number 7 is definitely a game that is not flying under the radar, and that is Hollow Knight Silksong. Hollow Knight Silksong is fairly low on this list for a few reasons. The first is that it still seems unlikely that this game is going to be released in 2022. Sure, Silksong has been in development in some form or another since 2017, when the team released the original Hollow Knight, but there is just such a minuscule amount of concrete information about the game right now. And just looking at their website blog, their last official post was back in 2019, which was before the pandemic, which is a time that none of us can remember. 
Hollow Knight Silksong is a full-fledged sequel to the original, but it also features a completely different character that appeared in the first game, but as a difficult mini-boss, the Hornet. It seems that the game is also coming together as the days go by, as even the team acknowledged that the game started out as DLC, but outgrew the scope of DLC and was then pivoted into a full sequel. What most people forget is that Team Cherry, the South Australian developers behind the Hollow Knight series, are only composed of a handful of people. At the start of the development, the team was only three people and might be slightly more now. Silksong gives me vibes of No Man's Sky in the sense that the people are putting this game on a very high pedestal based on the quality of the first game and how long the hype has been building since it was first announced in February of 2019. Team Cherry has also only created one game so far, and the chances are very high that this game won't live up to the hype and anticipation that people are creating for Silk Song. And I think this fault will fall onto the gamers, but I do think Team Cherry does have some tiny responsibility in the matter. I think the most important thing is that any game developer needs to do is just to be transparent and communicate and be honest. Hollow Knight Silksong features a completely new world to explore with all new game mechanics thanks to a new character. Silksong also features crafting in some variety as well as quests that will task you with hunting down rare beasts, ancient mysteries, and lost treasures. And apparently, once you finish the game, you will unlock a new mode called Silk Soul Mode that puts a spin on the game with unique and challenging experiences according to their official description. At around 30 to 40 hours to complete the original, having a new game plus mode that drastically changes the mechanics of the game would provide very deep value. Back in 2019, Hollow Knight had sold over 2.8 million copies and likely, by the cult elevation of the game in the last few years, has sold somewhere in the area of 4 million. And this is pretty amazing for a small indie game that began as a Kickstarter backed by only 2,158 people and it's only developed by 3 people. Coming in at number 6 is Cuphead The Delicious Last Course, and has it been too long for Cuphead? By the time Cuphead The Delicious Last Course gets released at the end of June, fingers crossed, it will have been almost 5 years since the release of the trailblazing original game. Cuphead was one of the few shining stars of the Xbox One era and did extremely well for Studio MDHR. The success of the original game was so high that it got ported to the Nintendo Switch, PlayStation, and even has a Netflix show currently in development with Wayne Brady starring as King Dice and is slated for Spring 2022. The Netflix show makes me fully believe that Cuphead The Delicious Last Course will hit its target release date of June because there is synergy going on with the Netflix show as each entity will bring more attention to the other. Cuphead was released on September 29, 2017 and within two weeks had sold over 1 million copies. And keep in mind, this is an indie game that was released exclusively for a failing console at the time that hadn't yet fully turned the ship around. Cuphead was a breath of fresh air in a world of copycat games doing the exact same thing. Cuphead was a tough-as-nails platformer with excellent boss fights, wonderful audio score, and obviously the hand-drawn art style that captured everyone's attention. According to VentureBeat, at the time of launch on the PlayStation 4 in 2020, Cuphead had sold more than 6 million copies and releasing on a system with well over 100 million users, that likely would have been boosted by at least 1 or 2 million. 
There isn't much we know about Cuphead The Delicious Last Course as of yet. Will there be enough changes to make people happy? If Studio MDHR just delivers more of the same, will that be enough to sell well and score high? On the surface, even if you just compare the original trailer for the DLC that was released back in 2019 to the trailer that was revealed at the Game Awards 2021, showing the exact same levels, the difference is night and day. These scenes are much more lively and look more like a fully finished version of Cuphead as opposed to an early prototype, which is what the original trailer looks like in hindsight. Cuphead The Delicious Last Course is not an Xbox exclusive this time around, which does bode well for greater success right out of the door with a greater potential audience. Now, we have seen many times before that just more of the same doesn't always work with many sequels failing, and for all intents and purposes, Cuphead The Delicious Last Course is just that, a sequel. But will it be able to succeed by doing what made the first game a massive success and only time will tell? That's all for the first half of the top 10 most anticipated games of 2022. Be sure to tune back in next week for the second half of our list. Now, if you did enjoy the show, please consider subscribing if you haven't already. And please remember to be nice to your fellow gamer, but more importantly, be nice to your fellow human.